0: podcasting the latest frontier these are the episodes of a catch-as-catch-can podcast its continuing mission to explore strange nerdy topics to chat about sports movies sci-fi and so much more to boldly pod where this nerd has gone before Pod date zero five zero five point one nine. On this episode of Too Boldly Pod, we're gonna be pretty heavy into the sci-fi aspect of this podcast, but you know what? I'm gonna toss a little Too Boldly Pod question or two in just to make things a little more fun. One thing we're going to discuss is, of late, I've been sort of been getting annoyed at some things in some of the social media sci-fi groups that I belong to, and I'm going to take this opportunity to rant about it. We're also going to ever so quickly discuss the first two seasons of The Orville. No spoilers, so feel free to listen. And we're going to pay homage to Peter Mayhew. So Scotty, set phasers on stun engage yeah. I kind of did a topic a couple of weeks ago sort of similar to what I want to talk about today but I just want I haven't been able to let it go and what it is predominantly is I belong to a couple of Facebook fan pages, fan groups, whatever you want to call them and it's not necessarily the Futurama one that I belong to, though that one is a topic for another day. But it's the Star Trek one, and it just makes me think why can't some people let their hatred of a certain part of something they love go? And what I'm talking about, and this will sort of come full circle, I hope, throughout this entire conversation, but pertaining to star trek there's just so much hatred on there for star trek discovery predominantly from people that enjoy the original series and next generation or maybe you might want to say older folks I'm not sure exactly sure how old these people are but it it's not just generally a couple of people but for the most part it's two or three or four people every single day posting negative stuff on their hateful stuff, demeaning stuff about Star Trek Discovery. And I just, why, if you hate it so much, why in the hell do you even watch it? And coming as a Star Trek fan here, Discovery is not my favorite show either, but you know what? It is what it is the Next Generation wasn't my favorite show at the beginning. I Actually, that's not true. I really went into the first season excited for brand new Star Trek, but after that first season worked its way through a little bit, it sort of got lame, and it wasn't until like season three that I really latched onto it. And the other half of that statement pertaining to me is when Deep Space Nine come out, came out I didn't like it at all and I didn't watch much of the first run episodes of that it wasn't until after the fact that I watched it again on reruns and that's really where I fell in love with it and to go along with Discovery there's so much hate for Voyager as well and I'll circle back to the, the Trek conversation here in a second because the Voyager thing and the other half of this this rant, I suppose, is there's also so much hatred from some Hoovian fans about Jodie Whittaker being the Doctor this past year and... Combining that with Voyager, I'm wondering, and possibly even with Discovery with Michael Burnham, but is it because the three main characters are female? Because I'll be honest with you, most of the people that are commenting on these groups and making negative statements are guys. So is that what it is? Is, are, Are they offended that a female has a lead role as the captain, is the doctor. And if that is, what the hell? And taking it back to the Star Wars thing, if you love Star Wars so much, you love the premise of the show, and that is a future where we are all one and united. So why are you so angry about A female lead in the show now I I should say right now that I don't reply to these comments because I get too angry so I just let them go and I've actually contemplated leaving the track group because it gets so nasty in there and I don't do well when people get nasty in that situation, I, I, I'm not. I won't say that I'm not somebody that is that likes to debate because I do. I, I like civil discourse, and people these days just can't seem to have civil discourse. And it's it's okay to disagree. It's okay not to like something. So, what is it about the new Doctor Who and Star Trek Discovery, and even Voyager for that matter? that people just can't stand and have to get online and rail against. And the only thing I can come up with is is the, the female aspect of it. And if that's it, you know what? That's pretty ignorant because it is what it is. It's a TV show. It's something that should give you hope and entertainment and not make you sit there and get all sorts of angry. I don't know. Maybe I'm totally wrong on this entire rant, but I don't think I really am. But if you do have a thought about it, or maybe you think I'm totally wrong, let me know on Facebook or Twitter at TooBoldlyPod, and possibly we can revisit this farther down the road. And after all, let's just live long and prosper, folks. This past weekend, I finally caught up and finished season number two of The Orville, and I just wanted to take a few minutes here to share some thoughts about it. Now, if you haven't watched The Orville yet, I implore you, well, let's put it this way. If you like good quality sci-fi with some very socially conscious storylines, and a little bit of humor tossed in the mix, then check out The Orville. I know some people out there have been avoiding it like The Plague because they just think it's a cheap copy of Star Trek, but let me just put it to you this way. There's all this, it sort of goes hand in hand with with our discussion that we had, my rant, you could say, about the chat rooms and whether they don't like Voyager or Discovery or even Jodie Whittaker as the latest incarnation of the Doctor on Doctor Who and just give it a chance if you enjoy the original Star Trek if you enjoy the next generation if you enjoy any incarnation of Star Trek but yet you're you've been avoiding the Orville Give it a shot, and I'll say this right off the get-go. Season 1 kind of started out as much people kind of expected it to with a Seth MacFarlane-created show with a lot of family guy-type humor. And as the season, the first season went along, it, it kind of backplayed, backseated, backstoried, channeled, back and forth. No, okay, I'm done with the back. <laughs> Never mind. It sort of shoved the humor to the, the back and sort of subtly threw it in there on occasion. And I had read and heard from people that Seth MacFarlane really wanted to do a serious sci-fi show without any of the humor that he's famous and popular for. But he didn't think the, the network would go for it so much. So he sort of pitched the original idea of the Orville that we've seen in the first few episodes. And as he's gone along, he has erased a lot of the humor. It's still there subtly in a few spots. And that first season, I can see where it turned a lot of people off. But as that first season came to an end, I thought it was really getting good and Let's fast forward to this season, the second season, and it was really, as a whole, I'm not going to go episode by episode, but I will say, as a whole, it's been a fantastic little science fiction show, so I'm extremely pleased with it, and I talked to my buddy Mike for a little while about this, and he said that he sort of agreed with it, he He wasn't sure he liked the humor at the beginning, but this past season has sort of really made him love the show quite a bit. I don't know if I'm ready to say I love the show yet because it's not one of those... It hasn't got to the point for me where when a new episode comes out, I have to make time to watch it, which I suppose is the way of the world these days with Netflix and Hulu and everything like that. So I sort of binged watched season two in a couple of stages to get through it but I really do enjoy the show and if you don't know the show it it, of course as you probably do know it stars Seth McFarlane as Ed Mercer Adrian Pilecki as Commander Grayson now Halston Sage was in the show as a Lyra and I, I never really found anything online as to why she was written out of the show and they got a new security chief, but she did come back for a sort of cameo in the last episode of season two, and that will be a little bit that I will discuss that I thought maybe they could have done a little better in my opinion that the last two episodes of season two were sort of a a timelines episode, if you will. It was something happened in the second-to-last episode that sort of screwed up the timeline. So the... I'm doing, trying to do this without spoilers. So the whole season finale was trying to fix the timeline. Now, I'm not going to give spoilers, so I'm not going to give any of these sort of theories that I might have about the series, but... I will just say this. They, they ended... On a strong note, although I do think they could have maybe expanded that last couple seasons a little bit, or last couple episodes a little more, but you know what? It is what it is. I did ask some people what they thought, and and my friend Kate replied, The Orville is fantastic. I just think it's an amazing show. I'm particularly enamored with the use of orchestral music throughout but between that and the amazing effects I keep thinking how expensive it must be the seasons have been particularly this season has been t- particularly strong i think they've done a good job of pivoting to a more serious sci-fi show something that has struck me over the course of these past several episodes is kelly is really kicking some leadership ass she is so competent confident has such a good head on her shoulders that recently when she pointed out that ed doesn't always make the best command decisions i couldn't help but note how she always does she's the one making all the good command decisions i have come to the conclusion that kelly would make a better captain than ed uh thank you kate And then her and I sort of privately went on to discuss the last couple episodes, and maybe after a while I'll go back and give you some Orville theories about that. But I know it's been picked up for a third season. I think the second season sort of proved it can be a great little sci-fi show, and if you haven't watched the Orville, do so. It's available on Hulu, or if you have a cable provider that offers it on demand. Check them out. I think you'll enjoy them. If you like Star Trek say say if you like Star Trek The Next Generation or even the original Star Trek, I think you will really enjoy The Orville. If you have any thoughts you'd like to share about the past season or the first two seasons of The Orville let me know on Facebook or Twitter at 2boldlypod. Yeah! He made a fair move. Screaming about it can't help you. I have it. It's not wise to upset a Wookiee. But sir, nobody worries about upsetting a droid. It's because a droid don't pull people's arms out of their sockets when they lose. Wookies are known to do that. And the reason I played that is most of you know that the actor that originally played Chewbacca, Peter Mayhew, passed away. This past week, just a couple days before May Fourth, and I'm not gonna sit here and talk a lot about it because you know Chewbacca is one of those characters that we all loved. I don't think you could really find anybody that hated or disliked Chewbacca. But but what I did say on Facebook is really all I want to say with this, other than to pay honor to him by playing that clip. I posted RIP Peter Mayhew. Many a human, young and old, lost a piece of their youth today. Rest in peace, Chewbacca. He was 74 years old. We have a twofold Too Boldly pod question this week. So I guess we have Too Boldly pod questions. The first one I stated. I will be going to see Yes for the 22nd time in July. What performer have you gone to see the most? Kate answered, Kenny Loggins, and that's only three or four times. Noted author and comedian W.C. Hoffman replied, Bare Naked Ladies, 13 times. My friend Narek replied, They Might Be Giants. She didn't say how many times. Kelly replied, I saw Dada, Rush, and Yes twice. Also sold the Van Halen reunion and the Sam and Dave tour, if that counts. And author Paul Canellis replied, Van Halen. Yes, folks. In just two months from now, I will be seeing Yes for the 22nd time, and I am excited. Now, the second Too Boldly Pod question is actually from 2015, and it wasn't necessarily a Too Boldly Pod question, but it had to do with Star Wars Day. So I asked on May 4th, 2015, with it being Star Wars Day, if it were real, what would you be? A Jedi? A Sith? A Rebel? A Stormtrooper? A various alien or a droid? And I got quite a bit of uh, replies back then to that. Kate replied, I would be a pilot in the Rebel Alliance. Lucy replied, a various alien that eats Jar Jar Binks. Andrew replied, a nerdy rebel and happy to be one. My friend May replied, she'd be sand. Sanchoos replied, Jedi. Not the whiny Anakin Jedi, but the smooth, wise-crapping Obi-Wan Jedi. I'm not going to edit that. John replied, a Sith stormtrooper. Tim replied, a smuggler, Han Solo. Vance replied, Jedi, why? I don't know. Dawn replied, what if I want to be Yoda or Jabba the Hutt? or even Princess Leia? Next question, please. Okay, smartass. Dorothy replied, I like Tim's answer. I would be a smuggler with a big-ass Wookiee as my co-pilot. Rob replied an Ewok. Kim replied an Ewok. And Kathy replied R2-D2, the crafty little droid. So thank you all for answering that. That was a fun one for here on Star Wars Weekend. (laughs) I hope you enjoyed this episode of Too Boldly Pod. Hope you caught my drift, got my little rant about female leads in science fiction shows. I hope you enjoyed my conversation, my chat about the first two seasons of The Orville, and I hope you enjoyed our fun little Too Boldly Pod questions for The week, you know, yesterday being May 4th, it was, I thought it was fun to throw that second one out there just for forces and awakenings. See what I did there. As usual, I don't have a close for this show, but you know what? Since it is Star Wars weekend, I will close with do or do not. There is no try. I'll talk to all of you next time. WLLP. Spock Rock Radio.